Hi everybody, it's Throw Me in a Ditch, an archaeology podcast, and I'm your host Annabelle. Today there's no interview, it's just going to be me talking about my experience as an archaeologist. A couple of weeks ago it marked a year since I became a field archaeologist, so I thought that I'd talk a bit about my experience, what I wish I knew, and what I've learned. First things first, what's the one big thing that I wish I knew before I started being a field archaeologist in the UK? It's probably how wet the winters can be. I have come home covered in mud, soaking wet, and just uncomfortable because of how wet the English winters can be. People had told me, hey, winter's here, not fun, not a fun time. And in my mind, I was like, okay, cool, whatever. It'll just be, it'll just be a bit chilly, you know? I'm, I'm from New England. I'm used to a bit chilly. No, no, I lied to myself and I wasn't taking into consideration how rainy the winters here can be and how just solid the ground can get and makes it so difficult to dig. I wish I paid attention to that a bit more because when I was doing my master's up north in Liverpool, right? I knew it rained. I knew it was cold. I knew it was windy. However, none of that really registered to me when I started work until like, you know, I started working outside every single day. And I was like, ooh, man, this is, this is rough. It's rough, but it's still a lot of fun. Now I view being covered in mud as, you know, you, you did a good job today. You were productive because if you weren't productive, you know, while working outside during the English winters, you know, you, you probably wouldn't be covered in mud. But since you are, congratulations, you're productive. Um, another thing I wish I'd known is that the people that you will work with are just a great bunch of people for the most part. I've been lucky enough to work with a great bunch of people. And, you know, it's sort of like whenever you start any job. For the most part, you don't know who you're going to be working with. So you don't, you can't really like, you know, get a vibe, sort of. Because like the interview process... And the onboarding is, it's always slightly different than what it's like actually working there. You know, I i wish that I knew that I would be vibing pretty well with most of my coworkers, um, which is always a good thing. We all have a lot of things in common, such as being archaeologists in the UK. Um, so yeah, some things that I've learned besides that, is, um, you know, layer up for British winters because you will get wet 
puddles, rain, bit of snow last year. That was a bit of fun, actually. Um, you know, don't need to go to the gym to work out because the ground is solid and you still need to dig. So that's a workout in and of itself. Okay. Um, probably that although a lot of my coworkers are English or British, I should say, um, it's always fun to see how even they interpret the archaeology and what they're finding in sort of relation to how myself and other coworkers and people who aren't from the UK interpret the findings, whether it's like pot, bone, what kind of a ditch, you know, we're digging what it could be, what this, what a pit could have been used for, stuff like that. I've, I always found that pretty interesting. Even, you know, just comparing sort of what one find could be used for in the UK and how it could have been used or made differently in a different part of the world. So I always, I enjoy that because it's always a learning experience and even just normal conversations with coworkers, you can end up learning a lot about not only archaeology from where they're from, but also you just, you know, their culture, their countries, their background, stuff like that. So that's a lot of fun. Um, another thing that I've learned is, you know, how to distinguish the natural ground from the features, whether they're like postal pits, ditches, stuff like that. Because when I first started, I hadn't done any rural archaeology, and that's what I do now. Um, I'd done a bit of urban archaeology with the volunteer dig I did with the Museum of Liverpool, and I also did a second volunteer dig in York. But both of those were urban, so slightly different, um, different recording in a way, different ways of digging. So when I started rural, I did have a bit of a tough time distinguishing different features, but that sort of just comes with experience, I guess. At least it did with me. I've, I mean, you know, I still might have trouble seeing stuff depending on the geology of the ground and how similar the fill of a feature is in regards to the natural ground around it. But, you know, I wish that instead of being really stressed about it, you know, trying to get it right, just, you know, I wish that I just sort of like took my time, relaxed a bit, and just like, you know, realize that as time goes by, I will get a bit better at it. I'll get used to it and it'll be all good, right? Another thing that also sort of goes with working in British winters is layering up. Now, in a previous job that I had at a state park near me, 
that I would always layer up because I'd be working outside during the winter in the snow, stuff like that. It still didn't register to me that English winters outside are just as cold or can feel as cold in a way. So, you know, layer up, always put on more layers, can always take off layers, you know, if you get hot, but if you get cold, can't really, can't really be putting those layers on, all right? Because it's a bit, like, if you're in the middle of a field, you're probably not going to have extra clothing with you, right? But you can take it, you know, take off like a jacket or a sweatshirt or something off if you get hot. Another thing, tools. I, I love my tools, okay? My trowel, I will for, uh, forever cherish my trowel, okay? Cherish it. It is... It is an extension of your arm. You know, like in Sweeney Todd, when he gets his razor, he's all like, oh, I'm complete. Like, that's how I feel with my trowel, okay? You just, ah, I never realized I could have that kind of relationship with an object, okay? Like, I am not complete without my trowel. My Matic, don't like using other people's Matics. The weight distribution is... A plus in my book, okay? And so like, you know, if you're gonna if you're thinking of becoming a field archaeologist, you know, you might not be picky about your tools at first. However, as it as you go on, as you continue throughout, you know, your career or internship or whatever it is, you'll you'll realize that some tools work better for you than they do for your coworkers. For example, right? You can have your matic and your coworker can have their matic but the weights like the weight distribution and stuff might be completely different between the two and swinging their matic might you might seem a bit off all right tools are important however you know it's not as important as knowing and learning what you're digging why you're digging up like, you know, whatever it is, whether it be like a ditch or a post hole, stuff like that. One thing that seems universal on being at different sites is that everyone, for the most part, is pretty excited and really enthusiastic and passionate about what they're doing. And I've learned that in order to be a field archaeologist, you sort of have to be passionate and happy and enthusiastic about what you're doing or else you're really, you're not gonna, you're not really gonna be feeling it, right? You're not gonna want to keep coming back every single day in all weather conditions, right? Just digging holes, finding stuff, you know? Everyone that I work with is very passionate about what they do and I I love that. I think it's a lot of fun. If they weren't passionate about what they do, and if I wasn't passionate about it, right, I wouldn't be learning anything. One thing about this job is that it's you're you're constantly learning. You're constantly learning about, you know, the place that you're digging, the artifacts and the finds that you're taking out of the ground. Right? You could dig something up like a pot. If you don't know around what era it is, chances are one of your coworkers will know. If you don't know what type of animal bone you found, or what kind of tooth you found, one of your coworkers might know. I love that about 
being an archaeologist, specifically, you know, a field archaeologist, because everyone has their own specialties, but we're all out there doing the same thing. We're all out there digging holes in a field, in the mud, in the sun, in the rain, in the snow, in whatever the weather is. We're all out there doing the same thing. So I kind of love the fact that we're all out there, that archaeology has brought, you know, this wonderful, diverse group of people together in the one goal of figuring out the past and trying to connect with it. Another thing that I sort of wish I did when I started out, and one piece of advice that I would give people who are just now starting out is to not compare yourselves to people who have been doing this for a while or who are like super fast at digging holes like everyone goes at their own pace you can try to be like them you can aspire to be like them but don't beat yourself up if you're not as fast as some of the other people you see on site if anything right you can learn from them you can see what they're doing, how they dig, and try to incorporate that into how you dig. So I wish that I did that when I first started out, instead of stressing out about not being fast enough. I wish that I focused more on finding my own pace that works best for me and trying to improve on that. And then also realizing that the longer that you're out there in the fields digging holes, the more your body will become accustomed to it. So you won't be as sore and achy as you were like in the first month as I was. And that eventually you'll start speeding up and everything like that. You'll get faster at, you know, the digging, faster at recording, faster at drawing, everything else that's incorporated in the job. You'll you'll get better at it. It just takes a bit of time. Especially, you know, if you're like me and hadn't really done this before. So I guess that would be mostly my advice to anyone who's starting out is to just, you know, don't don't stress about it. Just take your time, take a breath, hydrate, okay? Hydrate, drink coffee. If you can, you know, have some coffee or tea or something like that. Calm down, take a breath, try not to compare yourself to other people around you who have been doing this longer than you or who are a lot faster than you because you're not you're not there yet you need to focus on you you need to focus on taking care of yourself learning whatever you can so that over time you can get faster you can you'll get used to the geology of the site, you'll get used to, you know, digging the holes, identifying whether something's like a piece of pottery or CBM or a stone, stuff like that. One of my favorite things that I did when I first started was figuring out whether something you found in the ground was a piece of pot or a piece of stone by tapping it on my hard hat and trying to differentiate the sound if you weren't sure, or like, you know, gently tapping it on my trowel 
And then if all else fails, just go ask someone. It's been a wild year. I've made a lot of really good friends. I've learned a lot of stuff that I don't think I ever would have learned if I wasn't doing this job. I've even sort of, you know, told people, told nude people, like, you know, just to take it easy. Don't stress out. If you have questions, always feel free to ask your coworkers or your supervisors or anything like that. Like, they won't be mad at you if you don't know what you're digging or if you have questions about what you're digging and stuff like that. Like, they want you to learn. They want, they want to help you out. So, yeah, I guess that's it. It's been a wild year. Hope the next year's, you know, just as wild and fun as this past year has been. Really enjoyed it. I honestly can't think of anything else I'd rather be doing. Hope everyone enjoyed that episode. Enjoyed my reflections on being an archaeologist for a year. And, you know, give us a follow on Twitter or X at DitchPod. And, you know, if you have any archaeology news, email us at ditchpod at gmail.com. In the meantime, stay hydrated and be a sponge.